Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Colosso Soprano. Go! The premier destination for soccer talk with Emmy Award winning play-by-play man Dan Dibley. Squirt! And international soccer savant Rick Tittle. Work it, work it. Let's kick it off. Well, a hiatus hurt us, Rick, because there's so much to talk about mm. here on Golasso Supremo, Golasso, 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 Asso, Asso, Asso. It was a biatus because everyone said bye, but now we say hi. Baby, bye, bye, biatus. I want my baby back, baby back. (laughs) I want my Baetis. This is brought to you not by Chili's, but if they want to. No, and and we'd be happy to have them. And uh, yes, uh, Chief Sullivan's in North Beach. I think we'll be going there maybe next weekend. I'm trying to hammer out some of the kinks. Next weekend, by the way, uh, I'll be in spring training. Look at you. So if you want to do the show, we can do it Monday or Tuesday next week. Sounds good. Okay. I'll be around, actually. And then uh, two weeks subsequent to that, I'll be in Las Vegas for March Madness. But Uh for now, Rick, it is... Golasso Supremo, so much to talk about with mm-hmm. the FA Cup, Champions League, Liverpool stepping in a pile of uh, doo-doo, so to speak. Uh, where shall we begin? There's so much going on in the world of soccer. The Quakes with a nice 2-2 draw, yeah. guts a little draw to open up their season. Was that a shot or a pass to tie that game at the end for the Quakes? It was a pass or a shot. <laughs> It, d- it doesn't matter how you want to score Shippas, it. Shippas. <laughs> Prashat, was it Prashat, the old owner of the Cincinnati Reds, Marge Prashat? That's right. She loved her Blutensturm Hitler youth knife. And yeah, also her dog and Pete Rose. Shotzi. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Where do you want to start, Ricky? Do you want to start with Champions League intrigue? You want to start with well? Premier let's just League start hiccups. with right now. The FA Cup is going on. Derby County with player manager Wayne Rooney against his old charges, Manchester United. Yesterday, my Tottenham Hotspur lost at home to Norwich in extra time. They went to penalties. It was a pathetic display. I wish Mourinho had taken it a little bit more seriously. They had their third string goalie Michel Vorm, who was retired. The when- Vorm has turned. <laughs> yes. And uh, But that game I was at uh, in uh, Brighton when Hugo Lloris did his elbow, they got warm out of retirement. I don't know why you start a guy like that and his fumble ended up costing them the game. But Mourinho went on and on about how I have nothing left and, you know, we're playing at Leipzig on Tuesday. Do you want me to concentrate on Burnley on Saturday or Leipzig Tuesday? Because we can't do both. 
I'm like, shut up. Yes, you can. Eric Dyer went into the stands to go after a guy. We don't know if it was for his brother or because there was some racist things thrown at Jetson for his pathetic penalty display. But Tottenham right now, uh, they are, they didn't, Daniel Levy did not go get a striker. They're dying for a striker. They played a teenage striker, striker the uh, Irish international Troy Parrott, who said, let me take a penalty, and he got it blocked. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm glad we have our 40 points. Otherwise, I might be worried. Yes, relegation is not really an issue for Tottenham, yet uh, there will be no trophy hoisted. And I know you're knocking on Formica, but uh, with 40 points, I, I think you're quite you're quite safe wood as it paper. pertains to the, mm. the relegation battle. Uh, you mentioned Darby and Man U. Nil-nil right now, 33rd minute. Is there anybody outside of Manchester who is not rooting for Darby in this one? <laughs> I mean, how great would it be for Wayne Rooney to get one in the 84th minute to vanquish Man U 1-0 and to move on to the quarterfinals? Well, any team that's super successful. They're like, you know, in, like the Patriots. Does anybody root for the Patriots outside of New England? now? unless you're like somebody who glammed on. And we have a couple of people here. But this here. is the Patriots against Boston College, essentially. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. And I say uh, go Golden Eagles uh, in this one because uh, you're right. Um, we like giant killings. And um, and uh, Darby County haven't really heard a flea in a long time. And as we speak, Man U has struck. It is now oh, one What a jinx. Man U in the 33rd minute. Uh, Darby now trailing at home in mm-hmm. the fifth round play of the FA Cup. And while we're here, we should mention Les Blues, Chelsea 2, Liverpool nil. Chelsea with a nice win over a somehow, quote, beleaguered Liverpool side. Is Jurgen Klopp in trouble, Rick? <laughs> hot seat plot. <laughs> hot seat watch. It's Klopp. Wow. The Heisa plots. I would have to say, remember I said they wouldn't go the whole season undefeated. Yes, I go, there's you just did. there's just gonna be a time when it, they have a bad night or somebody stinks or gets red carded or somebody hurt gets hurt. Um this is what they're doing right now, Steve Kerr would say, this is the real league. What right. we had before was this <laughs> nice. magical carpet ride. So yeah, no, they're fine. They're gonna be all right. Uh Liverpool did lose three nil in uh the Premier League to Watford. To Watford. Yeah. A stunning, stunning result. On the backs of uh, the new pride of Senegal. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too, about, I mean, any any team. I mean, look at Norwich. They're rock bottom, and uh, they've got some great young talent on that team, and Lewis and Aarons and uh, Cantwell, and there, there are no soft touches. And you look and you go, oh, my gosh, this team, that team, they stink. Well, good luck facing that team on their day because this there's only 20 teams in the league, and uh, there's there's while there's not parity, no one's a soft touch. Right, certainly Liverpool safe as far as winning the the Premier League title goes, but mm-hmm. they will not go unbeaten. Saar with a couple, Deeney with one, and uh, on the backs of Liverpool losing in the FA Cup, and now you have Liverpool going up against Atletico Madrid next week in the second leg of of their Champions League round of 16, is this cause for concern for Liverpool coming in off of, I won't say bad form, but a little bit uneasy form, certainly. Yeah, no, you're right. You, They're not a form team right now, but I think they're going to be, they're going to be okay. By the way, speaking of Champions League, um, champions. <laughs> Pep Guardiola, when you think about um, uh, going up against some of the, uh, the greats, He's now tied with uh, the great Otmar Hitzfeld mm. when you think about uh, taking on uh, uh, Real Madrid. And um, 
uh, only, I believe he is the only guy to take two teams and to beat them in the Champions League. Omar Hefels was, of course, with Bayern Munich. Of course. Uh, for a long time. Um, and another thing to say about uh, our friend uh, Ramos, uh, he now has four Champions League red cards in his career, uh, which ties him with uh, Ibrahimovic and the uh, Edgar Davids, the old uh, Dutch midfielder that used to wear the goggles. But uh, this guy, uh, Ramos, he's the guy who proclaimed many years ago that he has to have sex with a different girl every night. That if he has sex with the same girl two nights in a row, it just doesn't have the same effect. No, so you got to poor mix guy. Up. Yeah, you got to mix and match because that's that's how I approach every morning show here on ninety five seventy Game Rick, which is why I've been so successful throughout uh, yeah, yeah my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, FA Cup, uh, you've got Newcastle advancing over West Brom three two. The shoe, it's a really big shoe. Uh, Sheffield United over Reading two one. You mentioned Norwich over Tottenham in penalties, 3-2 in the penalty kicks, 1-1. Leicester gutting it out over Birmingham. Man City with a win over Sheffield Wednesday. And now Man U leading Derby County 1-0, heading into toward halftime. And this will get us down to essentially the the final eight in the FA Cup. And the FA Cup is the greater of the two cups, if I'm not mistaken. It's the oldest cup of competition in the world, and it is open to all teams in England, not just uh, league teams in the four divisions. And you will have eight Premier League teams if Manchester United holds on to their 1-0 lead. Chelsea and Leicester will battle at uh, the King King Power Stadium. Sheffield mm-hmm. United hosting Arsenal. Newcastle will host Man City. These matches, of course, in about three weeks' time, but uh, we turn our attention instead, Rick, to the aforementioned Champions League. It all starts Tuesday with Tottenham at Leipzig. Currently, Leipzig with a 1-0 aggregate. What do you give your Spurs a chance here? Uh, I don't give them a great chance. They're going to have to get an away goal, uh, obviously, um, and I think what that's what they're going to try and do. They're going to try and Park it, at, uh, you know, their team in the box, and then hope they can maybe pinch one late, and then try and get them an extra time. But um, Mourinho, for me, some of the selections makes zero sense. He's benched Toby Alderweireld the last two games, putting Eric Dyer in the middle of a back three. I don't know, you know, as I said, the third string goalkeeper, and a and a, and a you, know, you have a great chance to win silverware. You get Norwich in your building, and you start Oliver Skip in the midfield. Um, I don't know. It's uh, some of the. I, I don't give them a great chance, but uh, I'm hopeful. It's not three 0 It's only one 0 Also next Tuesday, it'll be the Valencia hosting Atalanta with a three goal deficit on aggregate, and Atalanta could be one of these surprise teams that is able to slide through and make a deep run in the Champions mm-hmm. League. Atalanta, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> now batting David Justice. <laughs> Freddie Freeman, Otis Nixon, play. And, you know, as we continue to go back to the old <laughs> Terry glory Pendleton. days of the Atalanta uh, sure. Braves, certainly uh, next Wednesday it'll be really the I think the feature matchup of this wave of games. PSG hosting Dortmund, Dortmund with a two-one lead on aggregate. That should be an interesting matchup. It should be. Also, I've got a little news out of uh, the Bundesliga. News and nuggets with Rick Tittle. Um, the nuggets at the <laughs> at the Eintracht. Uh, Frankfurt match versus Berlin Union. Um, Berlin Union is the team, because we usually think of Hertha Berlin. Hertha Berlin was the one that Klinsmann was in charge of until he quit a little while ago. Hertha is in um, Charlottenburg, neighborhood of Berlin. Berlin Union is from Kaepernick. 
or is it Kaepernick? That's how Colin Kaepernick gets his name. It's from an area of Berlin. And there was a protest. Funny how the team from Kaepernick did a protest. What's the deal but, but, with that? <laughs> but at the Waldstadion, uh, Berlin Union, who you might remember as Olympia Oberschönweide. That was their old name. But anyway, they don't like Monday Night Football. And so the ultras, the whole... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Are you ready for some soccer? <laughs> the whole curvasud was empty, and there was a giant sign that said Montag, which means Monday, with the red line through it. They're protesting Monday Night Football. I don't like Mondays. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> it's dipping in the minute. Prince wrote that song, by the way. Yeah. Susanna Hoff, shout out. Uh, Cal Bear, by the way. Um, but anyway, they don't want to go Monday Night Football because they said it's too hard for them to get to work the next day. And it's already in the new CBA, as we would say here, that they are getting rid of Monday Night Football, but they still wanted to make sure that they protested. Your thoughts? I think that uh, it's valid in some ways, but also, here's an idea. Memo to Germans, suck it up. And I don't know what the translation is in German to <laughs> suck it up, but we here in America have Monday Night Football, and... You know, sure as mm. Tuesday comes after Monday, it's not pleasant when you, especially if you live on the East Coast. Well, think about they took penalties at ten thirty last night in London, and all those fans from East Anglia that were supporting the Canaries, they're looking at a three and a half hour drive, right, on a school night. So you're right; I don't have a lot of sympathy for them. No, it's just tough. I mean, being a sports fan is very difficult, and the Monday night matches are very rare, quite frankly. So it's it's a bit of a one off, and if you're going to make that part of your routine as a sports fan, then you can also gut it out on Tuesday because no one does a lack of productivity like we do here in America with March Madness two weeks away, uh. where we know that'll be two days where virtually all of us won't be working. We'll be checking our brackets and yeah. refreshing our various March Madness apps. And as a St. Mary's alum, my team gets eliminated before 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. The Young and the Restless will not be aired, so St. Mary's <laughs> can lose to Southern Illinois. And in this year, uh, unless they win the tournament, they'll be eliminated before yeah. they even actually yeah, speaking of make bubbles. it to uh, March Madness. The bubble may burst early for your gales. Another piece of international news, if I may. Global news with Rick Tittle. <laughs> the head of FIFA is the little infant himself, Johnny Infantino. He came out this week with his vision. And he came out with a document that he says, and I wrote it down here, lays out a plan to further modernize the football world, make it increasingly exclusive and pave the way to a landscape in which one day we will have at least... 50 national teams and 50 clubs from all the continents at a top competitive level. Now, he has some points that he calls key goals. And I was looking for something like maybe like, wow, that's really something. He says, here are some of the points. Modernize the framework. All right. Okay. Grow revenues. It's pretty concrete there. Incre pretty specific. <laughs> <laughs> increase, increase efficiency. Sure. Who doesn't want that? Ensure success. We all want that. Globalize competition. We should. Increase global competition. You have to if you're going to globalize it. You might have to yeah, increase it. Yeah, it seems kind of redundant there. Maximize impact. I love a maximization. Accelerate growth of women's football. Why not? Uh, harness technology. Ooh, harness it. Uh, two more. Uh, protect positive values. Sure. And uh, reject negative values, right. too, while you're at Remember it. Remember Sepp Ladder? I like it when the girls wear them shorts. <laughs> it's like, uh, don't say that out loud. No. Finally, impact society through the power of football. Yeah. 
That's the power of football. Thank you, Huey. That's not bad. That's the power of soccer. Yes. That's pretty your, good. Your thoughts on uh, the head of FIFA with some of these points, which I thought seemed self-evident, to yes. use an American term. Quite self-evident. What do you think? It's ridiculous is what it is. So basically, <laughs> have more teams playing soccer or football mm-hmm. at a higher level, sure, mm-hmm. and, and globalize it. But did he give any specific reasons on how we're going to globalize it? Like, are we going to do a true like world cup of club soccer for example well well, i think when he said let's get at least 50 teams in 50 countries well now you think well in england you have 80 league teams so they've already got it done right um but uh for the most part uh in america we get a new mls team every two weeks so I guess I think we're one well. was born while we were doing this, uh, this podcast. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. yeah, Toledo, yeah, the uh, El Sobrani Wanderers yes, exactly. are in right now. <laughs> and by the way, I want to give one little note um, at the uh, Clemson football program, and I have a point here, so stick with me. I know it's Glasses Supremacy. South Carolina. They have a guy who they signed to a full scholarship. He's a senior in high school, named Tanner Tressman. Tanner Trussman has turned down the scholarship and he has signed with FC Dallas. Dabo Sweeney said, Taylor Trussman could be a wide receiver here next year and start. He could be a safety and start. He's 6'2". He's the fastest guy on our team. He's a freak and I wish him nothing but the best. So if you're Dabo. Yeah, 18 years old, pro soccer at FC Dallas or Clemson Tiger for the next three years, he was going to be a punter. I think he made the right choice. He was going to be their punter. He, he was going to be the been, punter. He wouldn't, but Dabo said he could be a wide receiver or a corner. Right. But I think Dabo is, you know, doing a little kissy butt thing. But what he's right. saying is he's a freak. And so, um, so shout out to the MLS. You got an elite athlete. And I'll remember the name. Remember the name Tanner Trussman. Yeah. For the United States national team, maybe someday. Perhaps. And that's ultimately, we've talked about this for years before we even did the podcast mm-hmm. where the American soccer program needs to get to a point where these elite athletes, white, black, brown, Asian, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the nationality is, those people, those players choosing soccer instead of going to the more traditional sports. Right. I mean, can you imagine you turned on a full ride to arguably the greatest program in the country right now to play an MLS? That's a huge coup for them. Yeah. And especially when you know he comes in and he probably doesn't make much more than, let's say, a hundred thousand generously. Mm-hmm. Let's say he makes a hundred K. The Clemson education four years is going to be worth probably closer to a quarter million. Right. And I think he also realizes that if I get out of here in Clemson, 21 years old, um, I could have three years in MLS and already be at an academy overseas or maybe make a switch like a Pulisic. So listen, he's a no name. He's a freshman and he's a senior in high school. But still, this is I think this is a pretty cool thing for him. Very cool and good for mm-hmm. FC Dallas, able to procure the young player. It's Golasso Supremo, Rick Tittle and Dan Dibley. FA Cup update. It is now Derby County nil, Manchester United 2, Ooh. as Wayne Rooney's dream begins to slowly, slowly evaporate at home against his former club. Another world news note. Stoyal Bucharesti. Of course, we the, go to Hungary, the I'm capital sorry, team. Yes, the capital team. You know, uh, Dan from Richmond, California, who runs the ultras. Of course, that's his team, his okay. boy, his boyhood team. Stoyal. Uh, their head coach said this week that the players are having too much sex. 
And he pointed to Dan Petrescu, who mm. I saw in person miss a penalty for Romania at Stanford. We know why he missed that. Quarterfinal. <laughs> well, he know, he tells his players, don't have don't have sex. Right. So he says, we need to be more like Dan's team. And we stop, we have to stop having sex so much. Oh. Now, there used to Pretty be a thing in the, wor- in the World Cup was like never the night before. Wade Boggs said it weakens the knees. Yeah. Remember Wade Boggs? He Mick was an from addict. Rocky. Women weaken legs. <laughs> Shout out Burgess Meredith. <laughs> Yeah, not bad. That also could have been coach from Cheers, I think. Hey, Sammy. <laughs> Norm. So uh, this is what um, this is what's going on in uh, the great capital city of uh, Romania. Your thoughts? Yeah, my thoughts are that uh, it's an easy thing to blame for mm-hmm. shortcomings, but ultimately, stamina is stamina. Whether or not it comes from the loins or mm-hmm. it comes from the lungs, ultimately, when the whistle's blown. You have to be ready to go yeah. come game time. I thought of a Dan Dibley line. I'm like, that's a poor excuse at this level. It's super poor <laughs> at this level because what are you going to tell a guy, especially with soccer seasons being eight or nine months, Right. you're asking a player, oh, no, you get the summer. Get it all out in the summer, but right. come late August, we're going to need you to be on the beam and uh, no extracurricular, no hee-haw, <laughs> none of that. Now, speaking of a country where hee-haw is uh, a way of life. Well, Italia. I was going to say, we need to get to this. The yeah, coronavirus. Let's get to it. Coronavirus is now a major factor. Syria not holding games out of fears of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Rick, what do you make of this? Is it is it too much fear? Is it too much panic? Or is it good sensibility by the power brokers of the Syria? Well, the thing is, if you hold an, an event and one of your players gets sick, they're going to be like, what were you doing? As we know, factually, the flu is more dangerous than this coronavirus. And the people who are infected by it, it sucks. And I know, who knows, we may have it. But it's going to mostly affect people who have poor immune systems or who are quite fragile and old and who are sick already. Um, but the the panic of it, like the GDC, which I love, has been canceled. That's going to supposed to start next Monday. Um, and it's also, there's a little racism. Oh, there's going to be Asians there. Then never mind. We don't want to do it. So we're worried about the Tokyo Olympics as well. Look, it's a real thing. It should not say it's no big deal. It is a big deal. But as I said, the flu is more dangerous. So we don't want to get too crazy, Dan. Yet we are getting crazy in the Premier League as well. The Prem has taken steps to prevent the spread of coronavirus by stopping the pre-match ritual of the fair play handshake. Mm -hmm. Starting this weekend, teams will line up without shaking hands prior to kickoff. Due to concerns of the virus being spread from hand-to-hand contact, Liverpool and Bournemouth, which is the first one out, the lunchtime fixture on Saturday, that will be the first one to be preceded by this new measure. Again, is this overt panic? Is this sensibility? Where do you find this? Well, I mean, I just had I just had my syndicated show. I had three guests in the studio, and they all gave me elbow bumps. Um, I am, I'm Catholic, but I'm CEO at Christmas and Easter only, but I did go to Ash Wednesday last (laughs) week and at Ash Wednesday, we all gave ourselves a very sort of Asian-esque bow to each other. It's the first time in my life I've been in church and at the sign of peace, we just all kind of bowed at each other. There was no handshake. There was no handshake. No embrace and... 
No, and I spit in my hand and I go, put her there and nobody... <laughs> Bring it in, you big lug. <laughs> but uh, no takers. Yeah. No takers, yeah, I know. And um, so anyway, you know, like I said, uh, when do we start canceling Warrior Games? When do the A's and Giants delay the start of their season? When do the Sharks shut it down because of the uh, the germs inside the tank? Hopefully we don't get to that point. Right, and you already have word that uh, maybe... March Madness games will be played without any spectators mm-hmm. in the building. And there's talk about Augusta and the Masters Golf Tournament. Wow. What they might do as far as patrons, hello friends. Wow. They'll have to really pipe in those fake bird noises. Yeah, I mean, it'll be all bird noises <laughs> and, and, and no crowd noise. By the way, to me, and I know you're a golf guy and I'm Huge not. Huge golf guy. Right. Um, to me, it's one of the great all time because golf's a sport where you can call up and say, "Ah, too many clubs," or you know, he moved he moved a leaf, right. illegal drop, right? All that stuff. You can't do it in other sports. I wish we could. But the guy, the ornithologist who heard the fake bird sounds at Augusta and said, "That's a yellow belly warbler." They're only in Madagascar. <laughs> You're busted. And Augusta said, "You're right. We've been piping in bird sounds." Like, the guy who knew that was the wrong bird, I have some weird admiration for him. No, definitely admiration. And <laughs> golf fan, no one watches closely, more closely uh, than yeah. golf fan trying to catch anybody in any possible yeah. snap. They're being little B-words, I think. Birds, yes. Well played, Rick. Well played. It's Rick Tittle and Dan Timpley. Golasso uh, Supremo. Uh, looking at match day 29 in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Arsenal West Ham. Uh, Sheffield United and Norwich in a relegation battle for the shoe. By the way, Arsenal crashing out of the Europa Cup of Pierre Aubameyang sitter, which he missed against Olympiacos. Right in front of the goal, mm-hmm. unable to cash it in. A team that shame. Tottenham put down in that league. Olympiacos was not even a problem for them. No, so. not at all. And it's, uh, you know, Europa is always an interesting kind of Thursday, Friday animal. You get the Champions League Tuesday, Wednesday, and <laughs> Europa is almost kind of like that, uh, that buzzkill. Like, oh, yeah, you know. You watch it, but you know it's not the same sort of level of interest. Right. It's like when Byron Allen starts interviewing celebs. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) I was thinking more like the... uh like the Futures game in the NBA All-Star game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Even though that happens before. Right. It's like you watch it, but you know it doesn't really... Or the celebrity softball game at the All-Star yeah, game. Yeah, that's, that's actually probably a better <laughs> analogy. Uh, Chelsea and Everton on Sunday. Man U and Man City. It's a derby, Rick. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a Sunday derby at 9.30. Your thoughts? Yeah. Manchester derby is always a big deal, even if both teams stink. But it's funny, for years and years and years, it was Man City. Hopefully, they were in the top flight. Maybe we can beat Manchester United and make our season. It's been a little bit different the last uh, five or so years. One more note from these shores. Additional notes here. An additional note. The United States uh, women's soccer team uh, finally now have their act together through litigation, and they have filed officially a lawsuit against the United States Soccer Federation, $66 million for... um, inequality when it comes to compensation as regarding to the men's team. And um, I'm not a lawyer. You're not. We can get into the weeds and look at all that. But uh, just know that uh, they're taking it to the streets. Remember the USA, or United States Soccer Federation. Thank you, Doobie Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks ago, bragged about how, hey, we gave away $4.2 million to grassroots places. When they were asked for six, we kind of mocked that. Well, now the women are like, yeah, we need $66 million. Your thoughts? Yeah, it feels a little bit different than six when you're mm-hmm. going for 66. And this, to me, feels like a classic aim high, settle for something lower than that. Mm-hmm. 66 million, I'm not sure if that is a number that will ultimately be paid out. But I wonder if there's like an express express, express 
How do you say it? Spreadsheet. Excel, Excel spreadsheet. Excel yeah. spreadsheet. Sorry, we'll cut that out. No, we won't. But where, <laughs> you, where they go down the line, or if it's just like, oh, yeah, and 50 million because you guys suck. Right. Punitive. <laughs> just tacked out on the last line item. It's like, oh, 16 million, but mm-hmm. we'll throw in 50 million just because we all know you yeah. guys suck. And we uh, know that America actually cares more about the women's team or as much about the yeah, women's team. Yeah, for sure. Especially now. The men's team, yes. The women's team has stars. How many people can name the starting 11 for the men's team right now? It's interesting. If you went out among soccer people mm-hmm. and asked for you know the women's starting 11 versus the men's starting 11, I guarantee you, and I myself could name oh. six or seven women versus four or five of the men. I'm, I'm right with you. Absolutely. Is Hercules Gomez still playing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no idea. But you, you could roll out a Rapino, a Lloyd, oh, a Morgan. Yeah, you can go all right down the list. Sure. A, a, you yeah. know, various press. and Oh, Kristen Press. Yes. Well, thank you. Love her. Stanford girl. Full court press. I oh, was yeah. She's great. And, hyphenated name. And when I wear a fedora, I put a little sign in the uh, the little hat. Bin. Yeah, the, there you go. Press. It is 1957. <laughs> and uh, Walter Cronkite joins us here yes. in Golasso Supremo. Sure. And that's the way it is. Fantastic. So we got a derby coming up. We got Champions League. We've got uh, the women are playing in a She Believes game. That's right. Against England, I believe. Mm -hmm. She Believes is not Believe Women or Me Too. Some people think this all goes together. And yes, in the 70s, we had what was called Women's Lib. Remember that? I do remember that. We don't say Women's Lib anymore. Women's Lib, when we were kids, meant I'm not wearing a bra. You want me to wear a bra? I'm not wearing a bra. Now it's, of course... Uh, much more, you know, things like, why is he getting paid more than I? Bill Burr says it's a $1 an hour surcharge for if a ship goes down, I die and you get on a... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. For some reason, you and the kids get on a uh, life raft. But uh, in all seriousness, um, uh, I admire the women for taking on the USSF. Um, I'm not usually a fan of litigation coming from, you know, you and I, the most highly litigious place on the face of the earth. Right. And there's a lot of victim policy, but the USSF is, um, I have no sympathy for them, especially missing out on an entire World Cup cycle and a European country like Russia. It was heartbreaking uh, to miss that World Cup. So I have no sympathy for those people. Without a doubt. And, you know, the, the women's team, as we mentioned, more popular as popular. Mm-hmm. Deservedly as, so. Yeah, the men's team. One final note before we dip out Tim Howard apparently coming out of retirement I to do. play with the USL club. Memphis, the team that he co-owns, oh. 40 years old, former Everton goalkeeper, will play for the USL team in Memphis. Good idea? Bad idea? Well, React. at that level, sure. Why not? And by the way, just this last week, I went to my first Oakland Roots game. How fun was that? Over at Laney College. To me, it's amazing the turnout they got. And it was a full house. Freezing. It was a full house. It was overflowing. They're playing Chattanooga, who brought their own set of like five ultras with their drums. Cool. But when I saw the Home Depot little squares that they had to lay out because it goes into the track there at Laney, I just think they deserve better. And I like the fact that Laney is letting them use their field. Yep. But that's a joke. They they deserve a bigger venue. They've proven it. So hopefully next year they're not playing on that horrible field in a stadium that's too small for the interest. It's growing pains, though. And it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a situation where... And you know this being a Bay Arean for a long time. Mm-hmm. What's the next Aryan graduated... Nation. Don't do that. No, I have to cut that out, too. A lot of edits this week on Golasso Supremo. Yeah. Where do they graduate to, though? What's the next best venue? Is it Cal State East Bay? 
Is it well, well they, the Collie? They they that's just it. Yeah, they want to do it in Oakland. They don't want to do it in Hayward. By the way, Arian Foster, the great running back, um, I was president of his fan club. Was Arian Nation? It was misunderstood. Oh my bad. Yeah, my misunderstood. Bad. We'll go ahead and keep that into. Yeah, the we'll, we'll keep it in. Um, but yeah, you want to do it in Oakland, and it's cool to do it at Laney because that's where my dad saw the Raiders play at Frank Yule Field. Right. It's the same place. Um, but I was surprised. They now growing pains. It took a half hour to go through the airline security, and most of the fans missed kickoff. So, and I don't blame them. I didn't think they realized the crush. Right. They need more than three metal detectors. They need like ten at least. But where do they go next? Because they can't fill the collie. You're not going to get fifteen. I don't think you need. To, I don't think you need to fill the collie if you can fill the first deck. You know, or half of the first deck. I think that's a start. Um, otherwise, you know, I don't, I don't know where, where they could go. I mean, does, they're not going to go to Bishop O'Dowd or they're not, I mean, you would tell me. Shout out O'Dowd. <laughs> By the way, I, facility. I remember when I was playing football, O'Dowd was in my league, the old Catholic athletic yep. league. And one year we were on the bus and we drove past O'Dowd and I'm like, wait, aren't we getting off golf links? Aren't we playing? They go, their field's muddy. They play all their home games at Castro Valley. <laughs> Yeah. We got turf now, kid. Yeah, it's a Home lot games different now. down now. Open the hill. Oh, yeah. Beautiful sunsets up there. This was a production of the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.